everyone. Welcome back. Um, I apologize for the lack of episodes, but this week I wanted to talk about something um, a bit recent in the theater world, in the theater news, um, that quite a few people have been talking about, and I think rightly so, because it does um, annoy me quite a bit. Um, so it has to do with um, Andrew Lloyd Webber's Cinderella. Um, now, just saying that, some of you are probably going to know what I'm going to be talking about, but uh, in case you didn't know, Andrew Lloyd Webber, who also, of course, did Phantom of the Opera, um, I, side note, uh, this I know that this doesn't necessarily concern Phantom, which is what this podcast is centered around, but it does involve Andrew Lloyd Webber, and there is um, something that connects this news with Cinderella to Phantom, and also um, this issue is something that has affected Phantom along with other um, shows over the many years that theater has been around. So I think that it is something important to talk about. So anyways, um, if, in case you didn't know, Angela Lloyd Webber, uh, last, well, since really like 2020, probably even a bit before that, because he was creating, um, the show, uh, he came out with his own take on the classic story of Cinderella. Um, I'm not going to really go into specifics and all that stuff in case anyone um, hasn't seen it. I don't want to spoil it um, for them. But essentially, um, Cinderella, instead of, you know, the classic story that most people know, um, in this case, she's in a, she lives in a town, I think it's called Belleville or something, something like that. And, um, she lives in this town and everyone is perfect and they all strive for the certain image. And Cinderella has never been like that. And she does her own thing and, um, it causes her to be kind of an outcast and, um, all this stuff goes down. Um, I personally, I haven't watched or listened to the entire, um, show or soundtrack. My favorite song, though, from what I've so far listened to is Only You, Lonely You, um, that, uh, the prince sings. Um, first of all, Ivano Turco, I think is his last name, um, he plays the male lead. He is amazing, and I really hope he would make a fantastic row, no question. Um, so I, I really, I really hope that somehow he gets into Phantom, especially since he's been in an Andrew Lloyd Webber show already. But, um, after this, um, who knows? Um, so anyways, uh, this week it was announced that Cinderella would be closing. And this is less than a year, really. Like it's just almost probably like a couple weeks shy of a year since it opened. Now, his uh, Cinderella, Angela Weber Cinderella, really seemed like, I don't know if it was, but the way that he was always, um, like during quarantine in 2020, he was, he kept talking and posting um, little clips and he was saying, I'm working on Cinderella. And he was really like promoting it. And um, since it's been open, he's promoted it everywhere. Um, when they had to close for like 
two months or something, um, around last Christmas time, he, um, he, like, redid all the, like, the designs for, like, the promotional stuff, and he, like, revamped it, and, um, it seemed like a show that he seemed proud of, and that he wanted to do well, and all that good stuff, and he really was pushing for it, you know, when theaters were closed, he kept telling the government, well, you know, we have to reopen theater and all that stuff, um, so it was due to open August of 2020, but it ended up, um, being able to open a year later in June 2021, and I think, was it August 18th, of 2021, I think was like their official opening. I think they started previews in June of 2021. Um, but yeah, basically the show is closing. Now it did open. I think it has sort of like mixed reviews overall. Some people, they just take it for what it is. It's a nice night out at the theater. Other people are like, well, eh, you know, they, they aren't fans. They think that like, mostly I think, um, people think that the script the script and the plot, it needs to be fine-tuned. There needs to be some adjustments made, um, which very well may happen when it um, transfers to Broadway. Um, so why is this a big deal? You know, shows, it is sad, but shows open and close all the time. Well, um, the big deal is, um, first of all, a new cast with a year-long contract that would have extended into... Um, at least June of 2023. A new cast was due to take over in June after they had their cast change. And um, now they are not going to be able to join because they are unexpectedly closing at least a year earlier. Um, now, I want to talk about this for a few reasons. Now, um, according to an article... The uh, company that was on, I think it was for the Sunday show or sometime this week, earlier in the week, um, the cast that happened to be on for a particular show, after the show, they were let know um, that the show would be closing on June 12th, I think it is. Um, the new cast that was going to be coming in they found out through show, through social media or like people like friends sending them links to articles that had been published or like from official social media and the star of the show who a ton of um promotion you know who you know the show was like sort of you know, built around her in a sense, and the role of Cinderella was really tailored tailored for her. Um, Carrie Hope Fletcher, who is a fairly well-known, um, especially in the UK, um, uh, actress, and um, she does, she does YouTube videos, and she's an author. Um, I personally, I really like her. Um, you know, she was like the star of the show. The role of Cinderella was, you know, um, sort of built around her, she wasn't in the show on that specific day. And the star of the show was informed by people sending her links and through social media. And now I do want to point out that Carrie was set to leave in June at, at the cast change. Um, so I don't think that would be a reason to close an entire show. But I think it's interesting that 
she would have been leaving at the same time now that the show is closing. I think that's um, an interesting coincidence. Um, but yeah, so that really is the issue here. Um, and this is not an uncommon thing, sadly, in theater. Um, especially when you have a new cast that, I mean, this new cast was not only had they signed their contracts, they were in the middle of like wig fittings. Like this was happening, you know, like soon they were going to start rehearsals in the middle of June the middle of next month, they were going to take over as the new company. You know, a current company and a new company found out through social media that, hey, by the way, next month, you're done. It's not happening. Um, That's really the issue because this happens quite a bit in the theater industry. And it's just, it's not right. It's not right. Um, again, this this isn't new. And concerning Andrew Lloyd Webber, it has happened, you know, quite a few times. Um, I know of, I mean, there might be others, I'm not sure. But I know of twice with Sunset Boulevard. Um, Patti Lapone, she was like fired, basically. And it was like, it was very, I think it was very close to when they were opening, um, Faye Dunaway, when they were, was it, was it LA that they were opening a production of Sunset Boulevard? I think like a week before, um, they let her go or they fired her and then they ended up doing away with the entire production. So everyone in the company lost their jobs, not just Faye Dunaway. Um, and then connecting it to Phantom, when the pandemic hit, um, there was of course within the Phantom, community and the theater community, but especially, but especially with Phantom, um, the London cast, the 2019, they started in September of 2019 and then they got to early March before they had to shut down in 2020 with the pandemic. Um, they were let go. The entire company was let go over a zoom call. Now I get that they had to do a zoom call because in like, the spring or summer of 2020, there weren't any vaccines and they didn't want to bring everyone together. So I get doing a Zoom call for that. But according to what I've heard, Karen McIntosh and Angela Weber never came on the Zoom to address them face to face over Zoom and say, hey, um, we have to let you all go because it's too expensive or whatever. I mean, it still would have hurt and been devastating, but at least to know that the heads of the production that you're in cared enough to take the time and explain the situation, that's at least something, you know? It says that, hey, we do care, but we're just in this unprecedented time. So basically, um, this isn't something new with Angela Weber. This has happened. Um, I just... I don't think anyone expected it to happen, especially with a show that he seemed to care so much about. Um, But I did also hear that a little ways into the show, sometime last year, I think, that um, apparently Angeloid Webber, the show wasn't going how he wanted it to, and he had to, which might have been why he had to rework some things when they had that shutdown around the holidays um, with COVID. 
But apparently he got onto like the intercom or something and he was like yelling at the at the cast because they weren't performing his show correctly. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I heard. Um so this this show um seems to between the pandemic and all this stuff, it seems to be a show that um if he wants to bring it to Broadway, he's really going to have to change a lot, you know, because Obviously, there seems to be something just um, hampering the entire show. And um, this is one of them, which technically I think um, he could have avoided. Um, So here's the thing. I know that things happen. And, you know, let's say when you were casting, you know, and you were getting this new company for Cinderella that was supposed to take over, you know, let's say that this was happening in... um, March and April, let's say, um, you know, maybe you thought that you could sustain the show another year. And then if you're not having enough ticket sales or whatever it is, you realize you can't, especially with theater that is recovering and a show that is new, like his Cinderella, and that's trying to build a foundation and build its fan base. If that's not working, I get that new shows, sometimes this happens and sometimes you think that it can go another six months or another year and it ends up only being able to go another two months or three months. I get it. It happens. Like we've seen it with like Diana the Musical. They definitely thought that they were going to have a longer run than what they ended up having. Um, I get it. It happens. Things happen. But if you have new cast members who have signed their contracts, they're in the middle of wig fittings and whatnot, what could have happened that the show suddenly has to close in June? If you're having like poor ticket sales or something like that, you probably like if you have a producer or, you know, someone in charge of the finances for that show, you know, within, you know, probably like, you know, a couple months, at least, I would think, you know how long you're going to be able to sustain, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, again, sometimes you don't, like, for another, you know, example, Diana the Musical, they probably thought that they had the money to go X amount of months at least, but it ended up not being that. So I understand that things can change sometimes, but this is an Andrew Lloyd Webber show we're talking about, okay? The guy isn't in the poorhouse. He has a, you know, a good reputation. You know, he's done Phantom. He's done Evita. He's done Cats. He's done long-running successful shows. So he's the kind of person who, when he is mounting a new show, he can get investors, you know? He can get people to support his shows. He himself has a good amount of money that he can put into his shows. So, you know, with a big name like Angela Weber, there does come with it a sense that there will be some kind of security that if you are hiring on new cast members, that they are going to be able to go ahead and do, you know, the the contracts, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I really want to know, like, if new people, if new cast members are in the middle of wig fittings, like, what happened so suddenly within like a couple weeks or a month or whatever that the show now has to close in June? 
Um, now, one of the new cast members that was supposed to um, take over was uh, Summer Stralin. Stralin. I'm definitely mispronouncing her name. Um, we know this. I do this all the time. Very sorry. Um, but Summer, she has been in several Angela Lloyd Webber shows. Um, she was in the original London production of Love Never Dies as Meg Jerry, And she was going to be uh, taking over the part of the queen in Cinderella. And she did, um, on her Instagram, if you go onto her Instagram, she's done several videos about how she found out through social media that she was basically, like, fired. And she, uh, submitted a piece into The Guardian, which I definitely recommend that you check out. If you Google, like, her name and then Cinderella, it'll definitely pop up. Um, but so she said on one of her Instagram videos that her agent got like an email or was let know, I think on this past Sunday, which I think in the UK was like a bank holiday, I think she said. And then the news was announced maybe like an hour or half an hour later after the agents got the notice. Um, now, an article, another article said that the reason that they decided to announce it so soon was because stuff was getting leaked onto social media, so they had to make an announcement. But here's the thing. Had they handled it better, it wouldn't have leaked onto social media. If you, because I think really the reason that it leaked onto social media was that, you know, cast members had found out they were, or they were finding out through you know, people that were in the show or whatever. And, you know, people were talking about it because they were like, why didn't we, why weren't we let know like sooner than this? You know, they were trying to figure out like what was going on because you have a job and then you realize, and then you, you're told that you're not going to have one. It's a shock to your system and you're trying to figure out like what to do and what's going on and if it's even true or not. Um, so had they like, gotten like I don't know had Angela Weber or the team or whoever it was had they gotten the current and the incoming cast had they brought them together or brought them together somehow and you know maybe a week or two weeks ago or even a, a couple days ago and said hey listen this is the situation and we wanted to let you guys know what it is how we came to this decision and what we're going to do for you, you know, now that you guys like signed contracts and now aren't going to have a job. Like if you sat them down and explained to your company what is going on, like in person or at least in like a more structured environment than just letting them know after a show or on social media, I don't think it would have leaked the way it did onto social media if that makes sense. Um, basically, what I'm saying is there is a much better way that this could have been handled. And I think it's really, it, it just, it really lacks a kind of like empathy and it lacks really, I think, professionalism that actors have to find out and, and crew members as well who are working on the show, the front of house, you know, like they have to find out through social media that they are no longer going to have a job. Like, that's... I, if I found out that way, I, I would really feel like... I, I would feel horrible. Because, you know, these actors and the front of house and the crew, they're putting in eight times a week, 
or do they do seven shows a week? I don't know. But, you know, however many times a week they are putting in effort to make this show happen. They're doing a bunch of stuff before the show, during the show, after the show to make it happen. And they put, you know, their blood, sweat, and tears into making a show happen. And then they find out, they go onto Twitter and they're like, oh, Cinderella's closing. And they're like, wait, what? Like, it... I mean, it it would suck if I found out that way. Um, another thing in Summer's um, piece that she uh, submitted to The Guardian, she uh, mentions how she was nervous about submitting it because actors, um, when they speak out about something that's going on that is wrong, uh, oftentimes then they get, like, blacklisted or, like, you know, they are considered to be difficult to work with, which is something that, um, Rebecca Kane, another very famous, um, Christine in the, um, phantom community, um, she is another person who will definitely vouch that that is true, um, because when she was, when she suffered, um, emotional and physical abuse in the, uh, I'll say, probably London, but the Canadian production of Phantom, um, she was just labeled as difficult to work with, and she didn't really do a ton of theater after that. So I think in general, but especially now when you have, you know, so much talk about, you know, equality and all this stuff, it's still really, I mean, we know it exists, but it still really blows my mind that especially a well-established actress like Summer, who's done a ton of roles and, and leading roles, that she still feels nervous about speaking up for what is wrong because she doesn't want to be labeled as being blacklisted, you know, and she wants to be able to get other roles, which also makes you think about, you know, imagine the ensemble and the, you know, the swings in Cinderella, who are also probably very angry and don't know how they're going to pay their bills now, but they don't want to speak out because ensemble and swings, they're considered the little people, you know, the, the unknowns. Um, so, you know, they're like, well, we really don't want to speak out because we're not, you know, getting big parts and, you know, we're not, you know, these big actors, you know, we're not like a Hugh Jackman. We're not, I mean, and I'm not saying that they don't have as much talent. They definitely do. But you know how things work in industries. If you're not a name, then speaking out is going to get you probably blacklisted than it will people listening to you, unless you're a big name, you know? Um, so that, I feel like, um, is sad that that is still a worry for actors. Um, I think especially when you have unions like equity and stuff, I think that actors, if something is wrong, if there is abuse, if there is, you know, wrongful termination or something like actors should be able to speak up and say, Hey, this is wrong. And I want financial compensation or I want you to do something about it. And something should be done about it. Um, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber is a huge name, and I'm not saying this because I think that Andrew Lloyd Webber is some monster or something. I and so many others love a ton of his shows. I mean, Phantom is as much a part of me as, like, my DNA <laughs> is a part of me. Um, I love a ton of his shows, and I do think that he has done some great 
made some great contributions and he was doing um a lot during the pandemic to for the arts um but this is something that he needs to work on okay if something happens and he needs to close a show unexpectedly he has to realize that his company who is working for him who you know, relies on him and his reputation and his name in a way that his company has to come first, okay? If you tell your company what's going on first and in all aspects you take them into consideration first, you won't have as much stuff. You won't have to worry about things being leaked because your company will know that this is the best that we could do and this is what it is and there will be that like respect you know and like level of trust um you know so i'm hoping angela weber i mean you know you're you're not listening to this but if you are i'm hoping that you know you and your team learn that your companies have to come first and that you are a giant in the industry and what you do even if you don't think so what you do can indirectly or directly affect what other, you know, composers and producers and directors do. You know, you are a giant in the industry and what you do definitely can affect other parts of theater. Because whether you know it or not, there are aspiring composers and people like that who look up to you and who might follow what you do. And this particular thing of people finding out through social media that they no longer have a job that that no no that has to change um so yeah also they there's been some talk about how um Cinderella is transferring to Broadway next year and um I don't know maybe maybe they're maybe it had to close because they realized they only have one set I have no idea like I'm trying to think Besides, like, ticket sales and whatnot, I'm trying to think, like, what could have happened so suddenly that it had to, that it has to close so soon? Like, I don't know. Um, but I feel like people talking about how it's, or, you know, people within the, within Rug, within the team, whoever's been talking about this show transferring to Broadway, I feel like that definitely shows a lack of sympathy because it's like, okay. London's closing. Say goodbye to the um, current and incoming cast. You're all fired. But hey, we're going to Broadway. So get ready to buy your tickets. Um, You know, I've seen a lot of people say that they're not even going to support the show one because they don't have any interest in it. And two, because of how they've treated um, their West End company. So um. I don't I feel like Angeloid Weber um needs to sort of issue an apology even if it's not public. I think um he should get his company together and say, "Listen, I should have explained this and talked to you guys about this like before so that this whole social media thing wouldn't have happened the way it did." And um I think that the actors, especially the incoming actors, the people who were staying an extra year who had signed a contract, I think that they definitely deserve some financial compensation because 
they were thinking to themselves, hey, you know, for the next year at least, I'm going to have a way to pay my bills and to maybe even pay for a vacation and to maybe pay for home repairs that I need or something like that. And now they're like, well, what do I do now? I suddenly don't have this money. And, you know, this especially is a time where, you know, crew members, cast members, front of house, you know, theater is still recovering from the pandemic. So when you get a job, you know, obviously there is with the pandemic, there's that level of uncertainty, but it also does provide some kind of stability at the same time. Um, So to have that taken away in this manner, not even like because of COVID or something that couldn't necessarily be controlled, to have it taken away for whatever reason, I don't even know, um, really sucks. So um, yeah, I know that this maybe was a bit all over the place with me trying to explain it, but I hope that you understood what I was saying. Um, Basically, it was handled poorly and not even, I mean, Angela Weber, but across the board, all theater. Um, stop letting, um, company members find out that they have been sacked over social media. Okay. I know that the announcement has to be made on social media so that, you know, people who bought tickets and whatnot can know and get their money back and all that stuff. But these are people that are working for you who have put in a ton of time and energy into their into the show into their roles they at least deserve the respect of knowing before strangers do on the internet okay that's that's really what i have to say so um yeah this didn't have to do too much with phantom but it does deal with theater and it is something important um that I definitely think should be addressed and should be changed. Um, No one, you know, things won't really, I mean, maybe they will to a point, but I don't think things would leak out as much um, if there was just a healthier communication between the heads of a show and the other company members. So yeah, um, definitely, if you have any thoughts about this, feel free to let me know. Um... It's it's a shame, and I'm really sending all of my love to the current and um, would-have-been-incoming um, companies. Um, you know, I, I really hope that all of them are able to find some other jobs. Um, you know, it's, it's a shame. It really is. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily expect it from someone like Angela Weber who has, who can have a lot of financial backing and all that stuff. But yeah, um, thank you so much for listening. And um, as always, I send you all my love. Bye. Bye.